Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 Episode 15, it's called Too Short a Season, so full spoilers for the episode as always. So this episode features an admiral, and you know we're in for a good time as an admiral coming on the ship because it's always, admiral comes on the ship, captain I'm in charge, I mean it's your ship of course but do what I yeah. say because I'm an admiral. Every time. Yeah so... We're continuing that classic Star Trek trend, uh, but we have this this ancient admiral who gets on in horrible old age makeup. You, you say ancient, it explicitly tells us he's eighty five. That's ancient. <laughs> I'm. My point is that the uh, the makeup made me th- think it was supposed to be significantly older than well, that. Well, do you want to know what I think is funny about you thinking that? Is I'm fairly certain they actually used the same makeup. That uh, that McCoy had and his cameo in the the first episode. I'm, I'm and he was certain... meant to be into his hundreds, right? Yeah, he was like 120 or something like that. Uh, maybe even more than that. And I'm I don't know what you call it, but I think the the the, the core kind of like prosthetic was yeah. the same thing. I actually think they used this because he looked kind of like what McCoy looked like in that episode. Yeah, I can see it. So, but yeah, so he you know yes, I was being hyperbolic, but yes, he's he's old. And we have this hostage crisis on this other planet, and the the, the part of demanding him because he negotiated a, a hostage situation there years and years ago, back when he was a young man. And so Picard and the crew are going to pick up this admiral, and then they're on their way to this place. But mysteriously, as the closer they get to this planet, the admiral starts to de-age and get because you know when they first pick him up, he's in this wheelchair; he can barely move, and then he's walking up at one yeah, point. Yeah, he's got and, some disease. Some disease, yes. I can't remember the name of it. It's, 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 it's some disease. Yes, and then he he, he starts getting younger and de aging, and then eventually it becomes about him sort of atoning for his sins because he made a kind of a dodgy call to solve the crisis, you know, fifty years ago, uh, which oh, it wasn't quite fifty because forty five. Was it sorry? It was forty five years ago. Was it forty five? Yeah. That other dude's not aged that much, then has he? The, the guy on the planet who, who's demanding it's him. Like, I Car- mean, Carnass. he was he, he was probably a, a younger man at the time. Yeah, I, I, I mean, just, he, just comp- they explicitly say like, oh yeah, forty five years ago, uh, the, 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 when they're in the tunnels. Just compared to like you know Jameson the Admiral, like who looks like he's a you know a, a wrinkled old ball, ball sack, and yeah. then Carnass yeah. looks like he's maybe fifty. <laughs> Two things. Yeah. One, probably the. The, the terrible makeup. True, uh, yes. <laughs> two, just for the sake of defending it a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe the disease he has made, makes it look like he ages faster. You know, maybe it, it affects his body. Because, you know, it, it's affecting his body. He can't walk properly or anything uh, like that. Okay, so that's why it looks like 120 or 150 year old yeah, McCoy. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's terrible, but uh, devil's advocate. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I'll accept it. Uh, yes, but yes, so he's trying to atone for his sins, um, and of course the big twist is that there's not actually a hostage crisis at all, and we'll get into kind of why that is later, but the, the, you know, it's just more of a, a, a it's all a, a coy move to get him out there, because the Carnus wants revenge on him. Yes. So, um, did you, I've got a feeling I know the answer to this, but did you enjoy uh, Too Short a Season? Not particularly. No, it's terrible. It's maybe the worst episode. Second no, worst not. episode. Second worst episode. 
It's not as yeah. bad as uh, the the racist one. What, yeah, what, yeah, that, what like, it was called third or fourth one, whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Where Tasha, they wanted Tasha for his wife. Yeah, yeah. That was. Terrible. <laughs> I will be shocked if we find a worse episode than that. <laughs> that's that's the worst one for all seven seasons. So whenever we find the worst one, I genuinely think it's possible. It's that possible. That's the case. That was that bad. So th- this one is second worst. I think it's probably. second worst. I as soon as I saw that old age makeup, I went because I even said last week when we looked ahead and I saw the image, I went, "Oh, that's that's old age makeup," meaning that we're going to see him as a young, younger person at some point. Yeah. And sure enough, he did. I mean, it's basically the Benjamin Button of Star Trek episodes. Uh, because by the end he's like twenty, like you know, so he's he's like yeah. super young by the end. Not not a kid, but as long as I, he can I, go. it's it's noble that he's younger than he was uh, when he was with Cast First. Because I mean, if he's eighty, he would have been about, he would have been about forty when this originally happened for him. Yeah, because because he doesn't recognize him when he sees yeah. him as a young man at the end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, um, as soon as I saw the old age makeup in this, because uh, I forgot about it from last week, I, I was like, oh, and then. The episode goes on, and I think it, there's a lot of problems with this episode. One is that I don't think the de-aging thing is actually in, at all important to the plot. You could do this exact plot without that element, and it, it may not necessarily be good, but it would at least take the goofy element out of it, so I wouldn't be immediately just scoffing at it <laughs> the way it I was. It wouldn't be good, but it wouldn't be worse. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll just give me an old admiral who's like 70, and... You know, he he has this regret because he made this bad call like forty years ago, and just still have it be still. I mean, have the obsession be the same. Have the reason why he wants to go back there and try and defend himself or uh, atone for his sins be the same. You could do all that and have it be the same, and it would just be a more serious episode that might work better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the point of the de aging is, other than like three or four moments of shitty forced drama with his wife. Yeah, forced forced drama. Some thematic things maybe of like. He, you know, he's becoming younger again because it's his chance to atone for what he did when he was younger, or something yeah. like that. I don't know. That's a stretch. That's <laughs> a stretch, but that's all I got for you. Uh, yeah. Do you, know, do you know the worst part is though is that I mean I know it wasn't necessarily supposed to be a secret, but every time he changed his appearance again, the sh- the scene would always start with with him in shadows, so you couldn't see his face, and it was like, oh, I wonder if he's de-aged a bit more since last time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I actually thought, okay, so the first time he stands up on the bridge, like everyone's kind of staring at him, right? You know, Picard, Jordy, everyone's looking at him as if oh, this is weird. And he's like, yeah. oh no, I've been trying this new therapy. It seems to be working. I feel alive again. I'm on the, I'm on the bridge. Also, I love that Picard reminds him, it's like, oh, it's only temporary, you know, in charge of the the Enterprise. There, he's like, oh, of course, Captain, of course. And I'm like, yeah, Picard had to remain him at that moment. Yeah, yeah. Cards, Picard's a bit of a dick. I can appreciate that. He's he's understandable, Dick. Though there's nothing about his dickishness that comes off as completely jumping. You know, no, jumping no. the shark, as it were. So so uh, so you have that problem, but every every time, so so they react that time, and they react when he first looks noticeably younger, but. I felt like by the time they were beaming down to the planet, like two thirds into the episode, and he was like a twenty-two-year-old dude. They were just like, ah, whatever. No one seemed to be even like you know. He's still barking orders as if he's this admiral in charge. But I feel like there's enough going on here to like not just listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, because there's almost a bit of tension early on where like Doctor Crusher's like, oh, he's lying about something about his health. His scans are like two months old, and they don't quite trust him. Um, 
fact, there's a really odd moment in this scene where he, Picard says, oh, that's like something that Counselor Troy would tell me. And Crusher and looks... she looks so offended. She looks devastated, like, you're comparing me to Counselor Troy? What? Yeah. She's like, I do real work. <laughs> I'm a real doctor. I <laughs> do <laughs> <All> that quack. <laughs> It's it's all in the expressions. Doesn't say anything. But it is. Really, but you really can laugh. see it on her face. It's kind of great. <laughs> that might be the best moment of the episode. It's either that, or it's just the idea that he's comparing to another woman, and it's just you know it's tying into the the romance kind of like no, things. Sure. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's this like jealousy moment, um, which might be worse and more cheap just from a writing standpoint. Oh, that, that is worse. Yeah. It, at least the other way, I could, I I can appreciate her being petty. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't necessarily diminish her character. That's just like a, a natural fault that she might have. Whereas this is more like, now nah, you're turning into like a 14 year old girl who's jealous because the guy she's into is mentioned another woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I yeah. Don't know. I'll be honest, that read of it never even crossed my mind, but it is possible. Yeah. It was because it was where he realized what he said and he sat down and says, What I mean, Crusher, is I, 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 I appreciate your advice, but in this instance, I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, he's a dick. Yeah. Uh, this is, of course, before he starts the age. Once he starts the age, I'm sure he ever goes back and apologizes and says, you know, by the way, but you said that I should be. You might have been onto something. Yeah. But so they beam down, they try to sneak in, they get into a bit of a firefight because he's determined to, like, go down and, like, take care of the situation because there's hostages. The, the, you know, the, this Carnus has hostages himself. There's no terrorists. Uh, there's been a civil war on this planet for 40 years. Uh, and they've been just fighting for whatever. And actually, it almost felt like spiritually kind of a sequel to... Remember that episode of the original series where the Klingons armed that one side of the conflict yes. on that planet? Yeah. So then they had to just kind of arm the other, the the, the, the peaceful... They, yeah, they had to play into the arms race. Yeah. Uh, it almost reminded me of that in a weird way, except um, here we find out that he gave... Because, you know, Karnas wanted guns to deal with these, these terrorists. He gave him the guns... But then gave guns to the opposing force as well, and thinking, oh, look, they'll have a bit of a conflict, but it'll be over in a year or, or less. But they've been raging war for forty years, and yes, like someone never studied history. Yes, thousands of thousands of people have died in this war over years, maybe millions. <laughs> yeah, and he's feeling a bit guilty about it, and I'm like, well, you probably should. I mean, I mean, Picard does play a little bit devil's advocate. He's like, well, I mean. You know, I mean, they could have tried to, you know, pursue peace in forty years. It's not necessarily not every innocent life is on your yeah. head. Basically, I mean, I did straight the match though. He's like, well, yeah, you, you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite Felicity Smoke levels of uh, incompetence, but it's it's getting it's, uh, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they go down. He gets hurt, um, and then you know, Carnus is going to start offing hostages if they don't give him the admiral. Uh, and then they beam down with the admiral, and he's he's in pain, but he's like, and basically the last five minutes is them convincing Carnes that this is, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name, Jameson, uh, Jameson, uh, and he's like, I don't believe this is a trick, and he's like, ah, if you're this and you're who, eventually he's got a scar on his wrist that proves that it's him. Yeah. Uh, uh, it... This is the only reason the de aging is here, is so that there's this scene of. At the end, which adds nothing really to the hmm. story, but it pads out the episode a good, you know, four I mean, or five minutes. The, I guess the only interesting thing about it is that uh, Karnas says, 
you know what, I won't kill you. Letting you live the rest of your days, like, in this pain, you know, dying because you've taken this overdose of this alien drug that de-ages you, that, that'll be your my revenge. You know, I guess, okay, it, it solved the... It was a solution to the, the conflict, I guess. It was, it was. Not that but... that makes it satisfying or interesting no. or in any way no. enjoyable to watch, but <laughs> it's the one thing yeah. I can give you in terms of impact that it has. No, I'm with you, it, it, but... It's not really worth it, is it? <laughs> nah, it's a bad episode. There's the rule two is about it. There's, there's, there's very little in this. Uh, that that moment with Doctor Crusher might be the the best. I mean, Wesley wasn't even in this episode, and somehow it's worse than most of the episodes he's in. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, and it also feels like Picard. Picard. I mean, Crusher gets that moment. Troy has like one scene where she's given advice, but. Basically, that's it. The rest of the crew are just kind of there. Like, sure, Date is there, Jordy's there. There's uh, a really awkward moment where after, after uh, you know, Jameson's like, right, I'll, 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 I'll take it all from here. Yeah. And Picard's like, yeah, only temporarily. And uh, he sat in Jordy's seat. So he just, he just stands there behind him, like, I don't know where to go now. Yeah, I was, uh, this is, that's my seat. Yeah, just, he just stands there like like he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because you know Tasha's there, Worf's there, like the whole you know the crew, all of them Wesley, every all the main characters are around, but they barely no have a line of dialogue. Yeah. Some of them they're just kind of standing there. <laughs> yeah, may yeah, as well be red shots in this episode. The, the, um, yeah, it's 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 just a, but it's a, the one that stuck out to me though. Worse on top of all this being yeah. bad though, it's it's really boring. Is really boring. The one that stuck out to me the most, though, in that complete about the cast, though, really have nothing to do with this episode outside of Picard, is Riker. Because Riker at least usually has the has some meat to his whatever he's doing, but he seems like after like one or two lines early on, he just kind of vanishes yeah, into the background. It, it feels like they always make an effort to be like, "Isn't that right, Riker?" And he's like, "Yep, yep, quite right." And, yeah. and that's it for another ten minutes. Yeah. Because at the end of the episode, everyone's like sitting around and they're ready to go again. I'm like, yeah, we've barely heard anything from anyone. That... And it's fine. I'm not saying Raker always has to have a big part of the episode. It's fine if it swaps over to someone else. But it just it felt weird that there wasn't like two main characters who had like a lot of stuff to do this episode. It was I don't know. Yeah, no, it's weird. It struck me as odd. Uh, which meant we spent a lot of time with uh, you know Benjamin Button in space with his wife. Yeah. I, I did Those like I, I, tedious. The cruel part of me did kind of enjoy the scene where she's like complaining. She's she's with Picard and uh, and Crusher, and she's like, "Ah, oh, you know, why has he done this to himself?" Like, you know, I, I was looking forward to you know, I was you know, spending time together on, on a retirement age, but now he's got his life to live again, and I don't look at me. I'm you know, I'm an old woman, and then Picard's like, "Hmm," she's probably telling her, uh, yeah, Crusher, is it? Yeah, well, he's not going to have to be able to live again. He's he's actually what he's done is basically killing him. He's he's not going to be around for much longer. This is basically saying his death warrant. And then the, his wife is like, <gasps> like really shocked. And I just thought that was really funny because it, it went from complaining that he's got he's all youthful and will outlive her. And <laughs> do, do what I think's funny is changes nothing to her either way. She's not spending any time with him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it has no impact. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about these characters. I really don't. No. Uh, the conflict. Actually, Joe, you know, the other thing that was uh, sticking out to me about this episode was I thought the exposition was especially bad. This episode, I felt like everything, everything to do with this conflict on the planet with Carnus and this civil war, and 
I felt yeah. like there was a lot of times where I almost found myself zoning zoning out of the scene because it would just be like him monologuing about what happened forty years ago. Even like Picard's opening narration, uh, like oh, there's something on this planet and there's been warring for this and that and this, right. And so that, yeah. I do sometimes feel that with the opening, uh, like Captain's narration sometimes where it's I'll, yeah, it's it's the one area that I will generally forgive just because it's expected. Yeah, but it usually doesn't matter that much if I don't necessarily take in all the information because the episode makes it quite clear, quite quickly yes. to, to the rest of the, 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 you know, what happens in the plot and everything else. Um, but I felt like every time it came back to to Jameson like explaining what happened in the past, there'd be like you know like a good three minutes of him just sitting there talking about what happened, mm. and it's just yeah, this happened, then this happened, and this happened, and this happened. And it's just not interesting to listen to. It's not engaging. So you just you find yourself kind of, if not falling asleep, just kind of like not paying attention to it. And you're like, wait, hold on, was there a detail in there I needed? Was there something in there important that I missed? Um, yeah. I was constantly second guess guessing if I'd paid a, paid enough attention to a, a a thing. I don't think it really mattered in the end. It didn't, but like I don't know, it was, it was sticking out to me. Um, yeah, I'm with you. But hey, there you go. That's uh, <laughs> that's episode what fifteen. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, we're actually we're past way past the halfway point now. Yeah. That's... Have we got anything better looking for next week? For next week, yeah, uh, what's next week? So next week is called When the Bow Breaks and Probably Bow. The Bow Breaks. When the Bow Breaks. I'm sure. When the Bow Breaks. Uh a planet that was able to cloak itself for thousands of years suddenly reveals itself with its inhabitants pr- proposing peace. But after initial negotiations, children of the Enterprise are kidnapped due to the infertility of the inhabitants. This is not a bad one to me. (laughs) Yes, but it could be funny. Do you know what I think is going to happen here? I'm thinking they're going to kidnap all the kids and then Wesley's going to be our main kid character. Like He's going to be the leader of the children. Oh, God. On the planet. You're right. It's going to be a Wesley episode. The head hostage. We're screwed. <laughs> uh... Oh well. <laughs> there you go. That's been episode 15 of Star Trek The Next Generation. Let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. You can like and subscribe and all that stuff. All that stuff helps us. Uh, as of course, of course, as does of course, go over to patreon.com slash TV where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. You get some stuff early, including these Star Trek reviews and you get some exclusives. Go over and have a look. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV. Keep watching Star Trek. Uh, and to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper.